With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's hour two on this Wednesday, Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. We chopped up the NFL action last night with the Titans roughing up the Buffalo Bills. Dan Orlovsky joined us on loan from the mothership. Says he's still on board the bandwagon for uh, Josh Allen. We have a poll question. We got uh, more stats of the day coming up. Your phone calls are always welcome. Harold Reynolds from uh, MLB Network will join us. We'll uh, decipher what's gone on so far with the uh, Rays and the Astros and the Rays on the brink, the precipice, as we would like to say, of going to a World Series and maybe winning a World Series this time around. The Dodgers, we're used to seeing the Dodgers in the postseason, going far in the postseason, but right now, down two games to none and not sure when they're going to get Clayton Kershaw back. So we'll talk to uh, Harold. And in, in an hour from now, we'll talk to the head coach of the world champion LA Lakers, Frank Vogel, will join us as well. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Say good morning. Good morning to Peacock. Carrying this program all three hours. It's free. Download the app. And our radio affiliates numbering 376, including the great city of Juneau, Alaska. McLovin, the poll question for the first hour, and is it going to bleed over into the second hour? I think it should, because it's an interesting debate. Uh, it was Paul's idea, who had the worst day yesterday? Ooh. And your choices were Dave Roberts, Clayton mm. Kershaw, Jose Altuve, uh, Josh Norman lost with the Bills, Florida coach Dan Mullen, uh, or Josh Norman, who got stiff-armed. Uh, Jose Altuve is actually winning, uh, maybe because you were just talking about him, but then Dave Roberts. Nobody really has Josh Allen as the worst day. No, I mean, they lost the game. Um, give credit to the Titans. I mean, give a lot of credit to the Titans. To somehow pull that together and not practice. Is practice overrated? Maybe Iverson was right. Practice. They haven't been able to get together at all for two weeks, basically. And they go out there and they manhandle a very good Buffalo team. But Josh Allen will be back. I mean, he's he's a good player. That's a good team. And, you know, you're going to have this. He's a young quarterback. And I thought what you saw with the Titans is a similar defense to what Bill Belichick was putting into play against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And Mike Vrabel, a disciple of Bill Belichick, it felt like was trying to do the same thing, basically saying to Josh Allen, we're going to give you those three, four, five yarders, but you're not going to get anything big where you can load up and find stuff on digs. Uh, you're going to stay with that poll question? Yeah, stay with it for now. Uh, a couple other options. Uh, you didn't like my who's, who would you want to get a beer with uh, poll question. Well, it kind of felt negative. 
No, I was, yeah, I know. It, it was just joking. I mean, if you said, do I want to get a beer with Andy Dalton, Nick Foles, Ryan Tannehill, Ryan and, Kirk Tannehill and Kirk Cousins? It's like the boring QB club, and that's not a negative for a QB. Well, Sometimes, I might just have a beer by myself. Uh, you haven't really talked much about Le'Veon Bell. Qu- poll question, would you want Le'Veon Bell on your team? Yes how much no? does he cost me? Say it's uh, close to the minimum, like uh, inexpensive deal. I don't know how much he costs you if you're going to, let's say the Bears pick him up or Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh picks him up. How much does it cost? That's what I would want to know. I would have to think it'd be near the minimum. There's no way anyone's going to pay for him midseason. Well, how much do the Jets still owe him? Because I think he made like $27 million playing 17 games, 13 games, something like that. I still think there's a place for him because he he's a great pass receiver out of the backfield. If if you need that element. And as Dan Orlovsky pointed out, this would be great for Tom Brady to have that because Leonard Fournette is, you know, a check down running back as far as getting passes thrown to him. Le'Veon Bell is a a true wide receiver at running back. He's got those skills. I don't know if he's an every down back anymore. I don't want to pay a running back that second contract, but if somebody else is paying him that contract and I think he wants to play and prove himself, yeah, I would bring in Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, pulling. This has to be one of the dumbest free agent signings of all time. The Jets in 2019, they're starting the season with a rookie quarterback, Sam Darnold. So you you got that. You're on the cheap. And you sign a, a running back for a lot of money who's got a lot of mileage and is turning 27 years old. Mm. That's counterintuitive of the luxury of having a rookie deal quarterback. Yep. You don't spend money on that. You... It's not Le'Veon Ball, Le'Veon's fault. Fault. The Jets made a terrible decision. Well, you should have stopped yourself when you said, you know, the Jets right. made a dumb move in free agency, and then you could have just stopped there. Even if you say like Saquon Barkley wasn't the exact right pick for the Giants, at least they got him on a rookie contract, and he's young. Bell's the opposite. Yes, McLovin. This is the unhottest take Paul's ever had in the history of no, I, I'm just saying it was so dumb at the time. How do they not realize it? If a four dopes, five dopes in a room can do it, you're not dope. The four dopes and you in the room knew it was a bad signing at the time. And it's not Le'Veon Ball, Ball, not his fault. Why, why don't, don't they know? They get paid to do it. Yeah, McClellan. Quick question on Bell. Is there a concern about, you know, we don't know him at all, but that he's sort of disgruntled, like, are you worried about bringing, he was ripping the Jets, which makes sense, but you do, well, are you worried, he, oh, I'm going to bring in an older leader type who might be anti-team? Well, he's not an, a leader, first of yeah. all. I, I would want a guy to come in and he wants to prove himself. And, and if you bring him in where he's got a strong coach or a coach he respects, first of all, you had a coach who didn't want him. You imagine, you, you know, hey, can you play me? You're paying me, why don't you play me? And then that coach, Adam Gase, you know, didn't want to play him. So if you go to Mike Tomlin, Bruce Arians, uh, Nagy in Chicago, like he, he just has to respect your decisions there. And if you're playing for the Jets, are you really going to respect that coach and his decisions? The answer is probably not. Even though he's your coach, you're like, what have you done to distinguish yourself? But I would take a chance on Le'Veon Bell if he didn't cost me a lot of money. That's the key. Because he's not worth that. That's for sure. All right. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. We mentioned uh, Jose Altuve. He's got the yips. And uh, as a professor of psychology, just sent an email last hour. Imagine if there were fans in the stands. Like he doesn't even have the home field advantage if he does make a mistake. But they're down three games to none. They got bigger issues than this. But the yips will stay with you. And, you know, Harold Reynolds is a former gold glove second baseman. And we'll talk to him about this. Chuck Knobloch couldn't throw the ball from second base to first base. Steve Sachs couldn't do it. Mackie Sasser couldn't throw the ball from home plate to the pitcher's mound. Uh, Steve Blass, remember him? The uh, Pittsburgh Pirates pitcher had a hard time throwing the ball to the catcher. You see this with uh, golfers. Kevin Na. Kevin Na would get the ball or, you know, his backswing. And he couldn't, he, he couldn't, un, you know, hit, you know, fire the trigger to get it back to the ball. Charles Barkley has that. Uh, Sergio Garcia used to grip, regrip, grip, regrip, grip, regrip, and it, it got to the point where, it was, you know, it was a problem. It was embarrassing. He has since overcome that. But you find these athletes, the mind takes over, and all you want it to do is the body is what takes over. The body is ready for these situations. And when the mind gets in, it messes things up sometimes for these guys. Yeah, Seaton. It's so strange, too, that 
it's easier to throw the ball from third and short than yeah. it is second. Yeah. There's just something about I don't know the process or the mechanics or whatever it is, but and you have to throw the ball hard from there, you know, to to get out the get the runner out. It's just such a, a weird mind thing that it's just easier from those two spots. But you throw the same way from shortstop and third. You got to throw. It's got to be a, a solid, strong throw. Yeah. Second base, it's like I'll just guide it over or flip it to you. Even pitchers have had. How many times you watch a pitcher? It's a comebacker, and he goes, uh, "Throw it in the dirt. Throw it over your head." Yeah, Paul. I think it's about fifteen, seventeen years ago. Rick Ankill was a young star yep. pitcher for the Cardinals. I mean, he was good, and then he just couldn't hit the the, the side of the barn. His career was going to be over, so they switched him to the outfield. And he actually had a nice career, but he had to switch positions. Yeah, he was a great athlete, great hitter. And, uh, and you know, I think he had a few other things going on with when he got on the mound. But, uh, yeah, that was sad to see. And, you know, Jose Altuve is the poster child for cheating with the Astros. He was once, uh, you know, the feel-good story for this team. And I think it started to seep in. And maybe by proxy that all of a sudden he realizes all this goodwill I built up is gone. I don't know if this, you know, will keep him out of the Hall of Fame because I think he the trajectory was he was or is going to the Hall of Fame. I, I don't know, but it just feels like after a while, you know, you can always say, yeah, it doesn't bother me. No, nah, this doesn't bother me. It bothers everybody when you get criticized. Like LeBron James, should it bother him? Hey, you're not Michael Jordan. It does bother him. That's where he says, hey, bring it on. Hey, I want my respect. You're one of the most popular, well-known athletes on the planet. Your place in history, firmly secure, is one of the top five players of all time. I think he's going to have the greatest basketball resume in history. But he still is asking for something. Kevin Durant's still asking for something. Tom Brady is still asking for something. It, that's just the nature of who you are. And the criticism eventually gets to these people. It's really rare when somebody says it doesn't bother me. And they truly mean that it doesn't bother them. Because deep down, I don't know how it can't. I've mentioned before, I'm not on social media. And I, I've said nine people can say nice things. One person can say something that's pretty rough. That one thing stays with you. Not the nine things that are positive where somebody says, hey, that was great. Really enjoyed that. Somebody could say whatever it might be. And I don't know how you overcome it. I mean, like I can remember a comment that somebody said when uh, Keith Oberman left SportsCenter and somebody sent an email and said, and it was, it was to some other, it might have been a website, like um, Patrick will be nothing without Oberman. And I'm like, why would you say that? And so in my mind, I kept thinking that all the time. Like I wanna I gotta prove for some reason I had to prove yeah, I can be successful without Keith Oberman. But you know, those things do get to you. And imagine if you're a pitcher or a hitter, you're a basketball player, your coach, GM, it'll get to you. Somebody reads those comments. You may not, you may say you don't, but somebody's reading it. Yeah, Paul. But some people shut down with criticism and some people use it as fuel. Like you used his fuel, I'm sure, when Oberman yeah. left. Yeah, I didn't like that he left. One that stood out to me with you, I think it was uh, Rick Riley said you were making a terrible decision leaving ESPN. And I know the first few years you uh, you chomped on that one pretty good. I haven't but, let it go yet, Paulie. No, but I, I think it worked to our and your advantage to say like, okay, Rick, check this out. And that's where you went. Well, I didn't know why it was coming from Rick Riley. Plus, you guys were friends. Yes, I had great respect for Rick Riley. Helped him when he was going to ESPN. And I, in turn, went to Sports Illustrated and did some you know, work for them and had a column. Well, it was not replacing Rick Riley. People tried to make it as there was a trade between Sports Illustrated and uh, ESPN. And all of a sudden, he says, me leaving SportsCenter was like Shelley Long leaving the show Cheers. I think he called it the worst move uh, in sports broadcasting history or one of the top five worst moves in sports broadcasting history. And I was like, oh, okay, Riles. All right. Game on. And I, I didn't want to fight with Rick Riley, but Rick Riley brought this on. And to this day, whenever we accomplish something, I always, in my back of my mind, go, F you, Riley. Glad you brought it up, Paulie. There you go. 
That'll motivate me. I want to crush somebody right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That final show that we do, that'll be a doozy. The, the airing of the grievances? Be... <laughs> There's so many stories that we refer to, lightly touch on, and then people go, wait a minute. Now, who are you talking about when you say fascinating and irrelevant? We'll get to that one of these days. One of these days we'll tell you all about that. All right, uh, let me see. I'll get some phone calls in here. Oh, Gibbs in Virginia. He's my official uh, Atlanta Braves reporter. Hey, Gibbs. What's up, Dan T? How you doing, man? Good, good. How you uh, feeling? I don't want I don't want Paulie anywhere near my Sam Howell, man. Leave him alone. Let's 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 get him to New York. Polly, back off. Don't want any uh jinxes on, on your end. Yes, McLovin. I do have a funny Wait, I just went, I saw a mock draft with Sam Howell number three overall the other day. Oh, well, that's right. What, Paulie's don't, all over Sam Howell, the North Carolina quarterback. I'm pro Sam Howell. He was my best of the weekend. I just said it's don't lump him in with Trubisky. I I I agree. I agree. Trubisky's a great guy, man. I was actually in school at the same time with him. Hell of a guy, but I understand what he's done to your beard. You I, know what? I, I want my quarterback to be a jerk if he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> If if you said my quarterback, eh, kind of an ass, but man, he's a Hall of Famer. Or, hey, my quarterback's not that good, but he's a really nice guy. I'm not trying to marry, you know, my, get my daughter to marry him. What else? Give me some brave stuff here, Gibbs. Um, well, I got some brave stuff. I, I mean, I'm happy we got uh, up 2-0, but I have a cringeworthy um reporter moment for you um i I don't know if you remember way back when i told you that you actually got me into law school got me into business school because i was a uh, dan patrick caller which got me a producer job at a local radio station here Mm -hmm. and they sent me on my (laughs) first they sent me on my first solo reporting job down to acc country in charlotte for the acc tip-off and I was in a small room with uh, Florida State coach and a bunch of guys that I grew up with. I mean, I'm talking, you know, West Durham and um, Joe Ovius and, and, and guys that I grew up listening to. And <laughs> I leaned over and asked Leonard Hamilton, you know, being from North Carolina – how hard is it to get guys there? I see that you've really struggled the last four years getting guys from North Carolina down to Florida State. Oops. And the room went silent. And Joe Obius said, hey, man, better luck next time. <laughs> Thank you, Gibbs. There's a big wind-up by Gibbs to get to that. Point. Glad he got into the law business. Yeah. As McLovin says... <laughs> He's like general counsel. Not exactly Atticus Finch is your line. That's 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 one of your great lines, man. Uh, let me get one more phone call in there. Uh, Al in Atlanta. Positive Al. I call him morale. Yeah, I like that. I like that, Danny. Thanks. All right. Uh, I got the answer to the poll question and a comment about somebody else who's channeling the positivity. Okay. Now. The worst day has got to be the recipient of the stiff arm. He's sitting in the tape room right now with the coach rewinding that and playing it back over and over again, telling all the rookies that want his position, this is what you don't want to do. <laughs> Josh, Josh Norman went after you. You can't go. And thanks for the phone call there. You can't go after that running back going up high. But I still maintain Josh Norman did get, you know, the running back out of bounds. It's a, he accomplished his he did his job perfectly. Right? Just about. He 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 got him out of bounds. It wasn't pretty, but he did his job. His, his dead carcass was in the way of him proceeding, so that's, uh, that's okay. All right. so put he, your body in front of him. He, get him out of he bounds. He did get him out of bounds, even though he got humbled. Yes, McLevin. It's just like Sean Bradley being on posters getting dunked on, but you always respect that he went for the ball. Oh, I did, but he didn't stop them. But Josh Norman did his job. His job is to get the runner out of bounds. Yes, Todd. Can you humiliatingly set the edge, which is basically what he did. He accomplished both of those tasks at once. Derrick Henry 
went out of bounds. He didn't get any extra yards. So I applaud Josh. Derrick Henry didn't do his job. He, he didn't get any extra yards there, Josh Norman. <laughs> We're the only ones criticizing Derrick Henry today for that run. It was a pretty amazing moment. It's a great stiff arm, but he only got about three more feet. Yeah. Got a yard and a yeah. half. Yeah. Call for Josh Norman. Tell, tell the Bills that we're saying positive things Absolutely. about Josh Norman. Hey, great work, kid. Yeah. Hey, Josh, just wanted to say, great job. You got that guy out of bounds, man. <laughs> what? Hey, go, kid. All right, now, kid. Come Good on up. Well. Smack on the butt. Yeah. All right. Uh, Harold Reynolds will join us coming up. How much trouble are the Dodgers in right now? And what would he say to Jose Altuve as a former second baseman? We'll talk to HR. He'll join us coming up. More phone calls. And then at the top of the hour, Frank Vogel. Taking a victory lap, and rightfully so, as the head coach of the L.A. Lakers. Back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern, or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Oh, phone calls coming up. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. We'll check in. Harold Reynolds will join us on loan from uh, Major League Baseball Network as the Dodgers are in a little bit of trouble. Here's Dave Roberts after last night's loss on the availability of Clayton Kershaw. 
Right now, we'll see how he feels tomorrow. Um, right now, I know that Julio's going to start. And, uh, you know, if Clayton conti- continues to feel better, then we'll see. Let's bring in Harold Reynolds, MLB Network Analyst, former Gold Glove winner. You can see HR on MLB's MLB Tonight, which is airing live before and after the League Championship Series and the World Series games. Uh, HR, how much trouble are the, Bra- or the uh, Dodgers in? I still think they got a shot. Today is obviously huge. You don't go down 3-0, but, but look, I think it's Urias and Dustin May today and then finish it off with whoever's going to close it out. And I watched Kershaw throw a bullpen yesterday, and I would be shocked if he's not throwing game four. So I, I still think they're in this thing. And we're looking at a six or seven game series. If they lose today, we may be looking at a four game series. But that's how I, that's my take on it. Explain uh, getting back spasms. Like, how does that happen right before you're ready to start? I, I never really was a guy that got those kind of things. I guess I was too skinny. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, it could be how you sleep. It could be how you wake up and head to the ballpark. Uh, a number of things. But um, clearly, it was disappointing to see him not in that game. I'm sure he was disappointed as well. But you also they like needed it. Yeah, it's like when pitchers get blisters. I, I liken it to a guitar player wants calluses to be able to play. I would assume pitchers get calluses on their fingers. Therefore, you don't get blisters. Yeah, you know, it's uh, talking to Al Leiter, who had a ton of blisters throughout his career. And it said it's a lot of it, the moisture. With the weather changing in baseball and being an outdoor arena facilities, it depends. What's hot, you might be a little bit more moist. That's how you end up getting blisters. And you think it wouldn't happen because they throw and play catch so much, they'd build up that callus. But he said, really, it depends on the weather and just the change of the environment. I liken the Atlanta Braves to a better version of the San Diego Padres. I think they're just young. They probably don't know better. you got a great you know, uh, leader, MVP, and Freddie Freeman. I got an underrated pitching staff. You know, their pitching is better than San Diego's. But that hitting, those young guys, I, you know, the less they think, it feels like the better they are. They just go, yeah, so what? You're the Dodgers? We don't care. They're just raking up there. How do you explain this confidence level with the Braves? They just took off. Uh, the last, um, I'd say, week, two weeks now, we've been watching them. Uh, Freddie Freeman clearly in the middle of that lineup, but they're deep. And I, I think the biggest thing I see with the with the Braves is that they catch the baseball. Now, I know last night Albies had a couple errors, but they're fundamentally sound, and they make you have to beat them. And then the young pitching came forward. But I do think this, that they're going to miss Duvall because he was a big part of this great run they've been on. So now I know they have Pache in the middle, and he's playing center field. But that's not the same. So we'll see if this continues to be extended out, if that ends up showing itself or not. If the Dodgers don't get to the World Series. Big disappointment. I mean, bust, really. Uh, you, you went out to get everything uh, in Mookie Betts you got. You know, that was the missing ingredient, so to speak. It reminds me a lot of when Ricky Henderson went to the A's. It was that one piece they were missing. Uh, and the other thing that's a little bit of an advantage for the Dodgers this year and the disappointment with Kershaw not throwing and maybe not being able to get into this series was the shortened season allowed Clayton Kershaw to really come in uh, not taxed for the first time into the postseason. Mm-hmm. So you knew you were going to see like a guy midseason form that could really dominate. And so that those two things are – if they don't win this whole thing, the World Series, they'll look back at those are the two biggest disappointments. Yeah, and it feels like Dave Roberts is managing for his job, whether we like to- I, You know what? I kind of feel that way, too. Right. Um, you can only go so many times to the well and, and not come back with the trophy. And I know a lot of it's not necessarily Dave's fault because this is a cohesive game plan to have. Here's how we scripted games out and all that. But he is the figurehead, and at the end of the day, uh, they don't win, I, I could seriously see um, his job being in jeopardy. Yeah, it, if you don't get to the World Series, that just feels like a foregone conclusion. We're talking to Harold Reynolds, MLB yeah. Network analyst and former Gold Glove second baseman, which leads me to Jose Altuve. <laughs> you played the position. Seems yeah. really simple. Get a ground ball and throw it to first base. Why? Yeah, you know, it, I, I, fortunately, I never went through 
The yips. I thought looking at the video yesterday that he might have been injured. The more I watched it later as the night went on, I think he just has a little bit of the yips. And I watched Steve Sachs go through it, Chuck Knobloch. I never did. But, Dan, I tell you, one thing I learned, um, you'll like this a lot. It's like Michael Jordan in a sense. You know when Michael shot those free throws with his eyes closed? It's so much muscle memory. And I was in spring training with the Orioles, and Ozzie Smith, we shared a complex with the Cardinals. And I got there early one day, and I'm watching Ozzie take ground balls. And I've known Ozzie since I was 13 years old, but I never had seen this. He's taking grounders, and he's throwing no-look throws across the diamond, pow, hitting the first base, no-look, pow. It's just muscle memory. So I remember talking to him after that, and – after that time, I started doing that with double plays, just, just about 10 throws a day, just because it's just muscle memory. So if I ever got to a point where I was like, ah, you'd sit there and you'd go back. If I can throw it without looking, I know I can throw it when I look. So I remember when Chuck Knobloch was going through that, and I got to Yankee Stadium early, and I'm down on the field. And I'm like, Chuck, just no-look throws. You can do it, no look. He never grabbed hold of it. But that's what I would tell Jose Altuve. Go out on the field take some grounders, and just throw the ball first without looking. If you can do it without looking, you can do it when you're looking at the guy. In 1983, Steve Sachs playing for the Dodgers. He had 24 errors throwing to first base at wow. the All-Star break. <laughs> and it wasn't like, like Altuve's at least short hopping the first baseman. Sachs was like, if you need a souvenir, go 15 <laughs> rows above first base and you're going to get it. He yeah. had it bad. Yeah. So I, I think Jose can can play through this. I don't know. Um, can you they imagine, may not be playing much longer. Harold, if there were fans and Altuve oh, was doing this? It'd be even worse. I mean, it'd be crazy. It, 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 it's all mental. We all know that. It, it is really just mental. And, and you can go down that rabbit hole. And I'm telling you, I've had a couple times where that first baseman looks. You, you look up, and he's the only guy standing there. Now, imagine there's no stands. You have no reference with fans behind you for depth perception. And you're seeing just that one guy stand there, and it's like, oh. That's what he's going through. Well, the last thing that you guys want to do is think. Like, you want to yeah. – you think prior to the moment, and then when you're in the moment, you don't want to think. And Altuve – gets to the moment, and then he's thinking, like, now how do I throw this ball over there? And Here's that... the one suggestion I did make last night for the Astros. There's no need for Jose Altuve to play deep right field. He's standing out there shaking hands with the right fielder. Yeah. Move him to the dirt so he's not thinking. You're so far out there. Now the ball's coming to you. You know you have to put something on it. And you're thinking about all those things as the ball's coming to you. And he needs to move back onto the dirt. He has enough range to cover that side of the field like we did for 200 years. He doesn't have to be in deep right. Let him catch a ball and get rid of it. But he can't do that from where he's standing. He's got to gather himself and actually make a throw instead of just flipping the ball over to the base. So maybe they'll move him onto the dirt a little bit more. I don't know if you heard this question after the Braves went over the Dodgers that uh, Mark Melanson, the uh, Braves reliever, had this question uh, given to him. I mean, can you take a positive out of even though you blew most of that lead? You still up to huh? I don't really understand your question. Can you still take something positive out of this? You're still up 2-0 in the series despite, you know, blowing a big lead. Can you leave this thing feeling, you know, good that you survived this game? I think that's a terrible question. I'm not even going to answer it. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you barely hung on. I know they won said. the game, though. That's what you ask a bullpen or reliever when you lost the game. Yeah, exactly. Like, I did think one mistake the Braves made. They're up 8-3, and Mookie Betts is on first. You got one out, and Seager's coming to the plate. And they got Freddie Freeman holding him. That's the bottom of the ninth. If Mookie wants to steal second, let him go. Yeah. You bring your first base when you turn around and you back up. And so they don't. He's holding him, and a ball's hit by him, and that was a double that Seager hit. I thought they should have been playing back. At that time, you're playing outs. That opened up the floodgates for the rest of that inning. Uh, good to talk to you, HR. Hope you're doing well. Tell the boys uh, MLB tonight we said hello. All right. Now, I'll be checking you out. you got to work on that no eyes closed, no look free throws. You got it. Oh, I can do that. I, I see your throw. I'm talking about the free throws. Yeah, I can still turn two. I know, I know you can. From shortstop, not second. 
<laughs> Shortstop. I didn't like playing second because that guy, you had to make that quick turn, you know, because he was barreling down. Shortstop, at least. can't touch you. you now, though. They changed the rule. You could do all that now. Yeah. Not a problem. Soft. I, I, I live in the 70s. Thank you, HR. All right, buddy. Appreciate at, uh, having me. Thank you. Harold Reynolds, MLB Network analyst. You can see him on MLB Networks, MLB Tonight. And that's airing live before and after every uh, league championship series and World Series game. I, I'm going off memory here. And if it's not accurate, then uh, don't blame the messenger. But in 1983, Steve Sachs, he's in his second year with the Dodgers playing second base. And he can't throw the ball to first base. And we've had Sachs on, you know, previous years talking about this. And, and he's good in trying to explain it. And he's coming off rookie of the year. I mean, he's killing it. Good looking guy. You're playing for the Dodgers. Second baseman. Tommy Lasorda prior to or during a batting practice session that year, takes Steve Sachs around the infield, and he asks him the following questions. How many guys can hit 300? Steve Sachs says, not many. How many guys can steal 40 bases? Steve Sachs says, not many. How many guys can throw the ball from second base to first base? Before Sachs could answer the question, Tommy Lasorda says, millions! Now get your head out of your bleep and go out there and throw the ball! True story. Tommy Lasorda. Yeah, and the situation, look, they're down two games to none. You're probably not getting Kershaw to game four. But Dave Roberts probably finds himself in a similar situation as Doc Rivers did in Los Angeles. You know, it was NBA Finals or bust for Doc, and it might be the same for Dave Roberts to get to the World Series. But as he said, every year is basically World Series or bust. But this feels different. This is World Series, or you might lose your job. Uh, Jeff in Detroit. Hi, Jeff. What's on your mind today? What up, though, Dan? Hey. I just wanted to pass on a message to all of those Tennessee fans. You guys better be lucky that you picked the right apple off of that coaching Belichick tree, because I swear <laughs> I feel like we got a riding apple. When you look at his – but see, the thing that I'm loving is that those guys go out there and they lay it on the line for Mike. They want to play for Mike. You can see it when they're coming back and high-fiving and everything. That's what I want in Detroit. I want to love my coach. I want my coach to be a leader of men. My next question for you is, in your professional career, what was the one instance that you seen somebody just catch the yips in, like, the worst time? Like, what was the worst case of the yips that you've ever seen professionally? I think Kevin Nod to see a professional golfer who can't just bring the club back down to, to square, you know, would probably be – and Sergio gripping and re-gripping. I, I mean, they're all they're, – it's all bad. I mean, it's all uncomfortable. It's all awkward. And I, I wouldn't wish it on anybody. You know, Jose Altuve, did he ask for a lot of the criticism? Yes. But this is different. Um, you know, not being able to throw the ball from second base to first base. Not being able to throw the ball from behind the plate to the pitcher. Or a pitcher who just can't throw it over the plate. You know, Rick Ankiel, Steve Blass. You know, that ends careers. Because that's all they do is they pitch. Now, Ankiel went into the outfield because he was that great of an athlete. But Altuve, Sachs, Chuck Knobloch. And then you would have people behind first base and they would bring their gloves or they would have a bullseye there when Knobloch was playing. Now, you don't have fans. But if you had fans right now with what's going on with Altuve and they're down three games to none, man. Yeah, Paul. They, they're you know, fans of no heart. They'd be crushing him, and he, put, he put himself into this. Yeah, and you know, but it, I, I think after a while, it started to build up with all this criticism, and that feel good story is not a feel good story any longer. And and look, I, there was part of me rooting for the Astros to continue to face the Dodgers. The way it looks now, say hello to the Braves and the Rays. And nobody expected that. I expected the Rays to get to the World Series. But the Braves so far, that's very impressive. Very impressive. Yes, Todd. I wanted to know if SportsCenter anchors ever got the yips. And I thought that initially that was what Jeff's question was as far as your professional career, like getting tongue-tied, um, pronouncing things wrong, misspeaking, and just having a really bad show or series of shows where they just can't get out of their own way. 
I don't remember ever having that, but I'm sure that I probably there's there's a um, a discomfort sometimes when you're reading off the prompter that, you know, I would try to look in the middle of the camera. So you'd have words up there. You know, I'd have my script up there, but I didn't want you to see my head move or my eyes move. And you're trying to look at the middle of the screen and take in the whole paragraph that's up there. And you want it to be more conversational. As I'm looking into the camera now, I would be reading off prompter, but I never wanted my head or eyes to move from side to side. And some people do that. And you don't even realize you're doing it. It's like you're tipping your words, like you're going, I'm reading this. And I would focus right in the middle of the camera and then try to take in the entire paragraph there as if to sort of ad lib what I'd just written. Yeah, McLovin. Uh, what happens? Do some guys panic when the prompter goes down? Yes. Though? Yes. That, that's not really yips. That's just panic. Um, yeah. I, yeah. But I think once you get down to your script, so let's say prompter goes down and I have my copy and I have to have, make sure I have my copy on the right page. And you just want to make sure. And sometimes you would look and I would look down sometimes just to remind myself that it's there. And then I would look back up. There are times when you will you look up and there's no prompter copy and then you immediately go down. And then you're reading off your paper in front of you, and then you look up, and then prompters back up, but it's not up in the right spot. So now you got to look back down, find your spot, and then you hope prompter operator, which is a 22-year-old college grad, is trying to find the right words there. And then usually after that, I would just stay on my, my copy. And then I would look up occasionally out of respect, you know, to make it seem like I wasn't just reading. Yes, Todd? And you're hoping the director is covering it up with video so you're not spending too much time on you looking down, reading at the paper. Well, no, because they would be games. You can't roll the game. I'm, I'm doing a lead-in. So they can't cover for me. It's not like they go, uh, roll video when Anchor screws up. Yeah, Paul. I think we were at the 2004 ALCS. It was Yankees-Red uh, Sox, and you were hosting – kind of co-hosting the six o'clock sports third, center third baseline yeah. at the white Sox game yeah no uh, no this was red Sox yankees alcs oh, 04 no but we did it uh, at uh, when we were at comiskey right that was the next prompter, year. the whole prompter went down the prompter went down at the alcs and you were co-hosting the six o'clock yes. sports center with like greenberg or someone else back in uh connecticut and i can remember they, there's no prompter and you needed the, like the lead-ins and the, and the throws to break that's mostly what you needed yeah and myself and another guy were sitting there and the, the other guy was taking blue cards and feeding you notes from a cell phone talking to a producer up there and i can remember you saying all i need is my first sentence and my last sentence yeah. that's what you kept saying give me my first sentence give me my last sentence and everything else will be you talking to harold reynolds or you talking to peter gammons yeah it was just one of those where you go oh my god but there's people in the stands getting ready to play a ball game and, and, you, and you're just like it's right before Sports Center, and then we go. We don't have prompter, and you don't want to hear those words if you're an anchor on remote. We don't have prompter, and, and you know then I got to get hard copy because sometimes you don't have all your copy there, and then all of a sudden they give me these uh, index card, the blue blue index card, and I kept saying to Paulie, and Paulie's not a TV guy. I just said, Paulie, give me my first line of my script and the last line that leads into whatever we're going to. That's all I need. I'll fill in everything else. And then I had Todd Snyder, who was doing research for us. Oh, man, it was all hands on deck. We had a, a phone, and we were just each taking notes <laughs> off some person we didn't know up in Bristol telling us, here's the end, here's the end. Oh, God. And then the following year, when we were in Chicago, prompter goes down. And I remember there was so much drama going on. Remember that was with Jay Mariotti was going to come on. And he, he wrote for uh, one of the Chicago Sun-Times, I think. And he had a problem with the manager for the White Sox, Ozzie Gian. And, and Ozzie and him are like, they hate each other. There's a moment going on right before we're bringing him on. Prompter goes down. I got, you know, it's just a mess. It just, it's one of those, I guess it was decent TV, but you're just trying to just slug your way through it, man. All right, we'll take a break. More phone calls coming up in about 20 minutes from now. Frank Vogel of the Lakers, their head coach, will join us here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com. Find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today and good luck. My Rays are within a game of reaching the World Series for the second time. They lost to the Phillies in 2008. One of six current franchises never to have won the World Series. Want me to refresh your memory on this? Padres, obviously. Mariners. Rockies. Brewers. Rangers. Does that sound right? I kept thinking, didn't the Brewers win with Raleigh Fingers as their closer? They had all those great Gorman Thomases and Ben Ogilvies. And they had a, Did they, a lot of great They guys. might have lost the Cardinals. I think that might be what it is. Speaking of the Cardinals, the White Sox fired their manager, Rick Renteria, and they made the playoffs. And then I saw where, I don't know how much validity, but Tony La Russa maybe coming back to manage the White Sox? Tony's got to be mid-70s, I guess. I know age is just a number, but I think Tony LaRussa might be on the list. I think the White Sox quickly pointed out Ozzie Guillen would not be uh, one of the candidates. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Lubomir in the Ukraine. I, I hope I pronounced your name correctly. Lubomir in the Ukraine. Good morning. 510 And so, yes, Lubomir from Ukraine, but live in Syracuse, adapting well to American culture of sports. Okay. I have uh, two things. So, uh, Walker Bueller the other day says, you know, not place, not time. And I wonder why in America we always say wrong place, wrong time. Is there ever such a thing as wrong place and right time? All right. And, uh, what what else? Two, yes. 
Uh, number two, uh, Dan Patrick, you always say many times that you're not an IMDb. You are an IMDb. You have a nice, good profile. Just put Dan Patrick, and there you are with all the movies, including QB Halloween. Thank you. Thank you, Lubomir. I, I don't know if I said I was not on IMDb. Yeah, McLovin. I thought you said that you were something about Hubie Halloween. I wasn't were... listed on IMDb for Hubie Halloween. Not in general. Maybe either. they added it. That was not that. Borat, right? That who's, was buy, not... who's buying that was real I... Lubomir? Which is like Mike in his country. I'm going to say that was Lubomir from Ukraine. And although he got me, I thought when he said, this is Lubomir from the Ukraine. But I, uh, I, th- I don't know. Is that Sasha Baron Cohen? Then he have a new movie coming out later on this month. I thought it was that Yakov Smirnov guy from back in the day. Yeah, way back in the way day. Back. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to know who that is. Yeah, welcome again to the uh, the eighties, seventies. Yes, McLaughlin. You're right. You're on Hubie Halloween's IMDb page. You're uh, back uh, under the cat. Yeah, I finally yeah. said to Sandler a few times, like I wasn't even on there. You're right around in the Colin Quinn area. Yeah, but I because I told Sandler, I said, why am I not on IMDb? For the cast on Hubie Halloween, yes, Tom. But do you want it that way, like LeBron yes. begging for respect? Yes. That's what you want? I think it's the exact same. LeBron wanting respect is the greatest, and I would like to be listed under the cast, the fellow actors on Hubie Halloween on IMDb. Same thing. Frank Vogel, he'll join us coming up here in about 10 minutes, Dan Patrick Show. I want my respect. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 